Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt. Welcome back to the Called Shot Podcast. Just a few things before we get started with the show. If you can't get enough of us, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and Instagram. If you can't remember all that crap, just go to our website, calledshotpodcast.com. It's got links, it's got bios, it's got all kinds of information you could possibly want. Also this year, we're going to Chattacon. All the College Shot cast is heading south to Chattanooga to party our asses off. So please join us if you can. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy episode 18, Frogs, Friends, and Fetishes. So picture synth polyrhythms in the background <laughs> as you go trip, 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 trip across some beams in the middle of what appears to almost be a river. I said beans. Man. Beamas. Oh, are we playing now? Okay. I heard beans. We should probably start <laughs> yeah, okay, over. Okay, good. <laughs> the rest of us are. I don't know about you, Adam. Yeah. Remember? We showed up. We're playing a game, dude. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. I'm, I'm in the mud next to the beans petting a frog. Yes. So most of you decided to hop across the beams. Fane looked down and went, meh, and started walking across. As, well, I can clean myself when I get to the other side. Ooh, I'm Fane. <laughs> Vane, Fane. <laughs> oh, Valley is ripping into Matt. I don't even think it's Kit versus Fane right now. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see if you ever get digitated again by me. I love you, Fane. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not the only person in the party who can do that. We know. Love you, Sebastian. <laughs> oh, so you guys, are. we've set up uh, the map. Everybody is sit, standing on top of uh, one of the poles in the water. So not, they're not very big. You have to balance on them. Well, no, only the cool kids are. <laughs> yes. Uh, the one in the water is Fane. And I believe we ended the last episode with Fane getting bitten by a frog. Well, it was there. It was a cute it little was, tiny three-inch no, frog that no, came no. up and mm-hmm. riveted. Yeah, that's like a tree frog. I just didn't yes. remember that all. Yep. That's Yellow exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And then his big brother stuck his head up out of the water and tried to lick you. Ah. Yeah, it was the tongue thing. He, yeah, yeah they, well, he didn't get bitten. He, it was the, yeah, it just, right. the tongue so thing. I'm going to take Ribbit. my two little creatures there that are going to represent the frogs for me. Badger, badger, badger. Put badger. them on that side of the map. Make them about. Ten feet away from Thane. What side of the map is that? That is the left side. (laughs) Uh, I believe it actually might be the direction you're heading, heading south, north, east side of the map. I'll take a picture of this and put it up online so that way they can see it. No, that's the south side of the map. So they're sure. in the, the muck, the it's thick the mud, the ugly, hard-to-walk terrain. Where you're walking, Thane, it's about knee-deep. Uh, but there's solid ground under you, okay. uh, directly to your left, and then directly to Kitnick's right. The mud is so thick, so sucking, so whatever, <laughs> you're, you would sink if you went into that. We would use the same rules as we would use for quicksand. Okay. Uh, you would have to swim. You'd have to uh, try and stay abreast. If you fail the swim check by five, mm-hmm. you start to sink. Once you start sinking, you start to suffocate. And so what's that, DC? Uh, not... Mm-hmm. Gonna tell ya. <laughs> That's an excellent try, though. Thank you, thank you. Okay, uh, everybody, roll initiatives. Let's init. Let's init, <laughs> shall we? Lord. That was sad. That's good <laughs> dice. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Should have rolled in the box. 
And Adam has ollied it. <laughs> Those are what, like five times higher? No. <laughs> Four. Oh it's close. <laughs> All right, let's get the right uh, Hero Lab opened up here. Thank you, Hero Lab. You want to go ahead and kick in some good old Sirenscape for us? The sweet, lustrous tones. Yeah. I like that. I like the uh, like the mosquitoes in the background. Yeah, cicada mosquitoes. Yeah. The uh, I think they're labeled as uh, hot day insects. This <laughs> reminds hot me. Day. Hot day. Oh, God, I thought you were saying hot, hot date. date. Yeah, it's not yeah. Starfinder. We've got the same ear infection. I think they're love bugs. The, uh, <laughs> this reminds me, except for you know the great music, uh, for being back home in Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Would it help if we swapped it out with some Zydeco? Yes. <laughs> oh man, shoot me now. Okay, Adagoke, what is your initiative? Eighteen. All right, nicely done. Kitnik. Eight. Oh, brutal. Fane. Twenty-one. Nice. John Ollie. Uh, seven. I thought we were bumping knuckles. I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> oh, I was just resting my arm. But hey, that's a bad Ninety-two. No. Twenty-eight. Okay. You rolled high yet again. I All right. Bonus. Uh, Valley, tonight you're keeping an eye on Chad's dice rolls, right? It's right sure. there. Sure he's not. Okay. Is right there. Okay. Just making sure somebody's watching. All right, Sebastian, guess what? You get to go he first. He does have plus 10. I mean, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on now. <laughs> but it's still a really high roll. Yeah. Well, I rolled a 20. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I got 21, exactly. <laughs> All right, so... Massive frog has just tried to. Yes. So there are two frogs off to your left. Uh, they're not very sneaky. They went out of the uh, mud <laughs> to your left, and you see them about to lash out with their tongues. Now, to clarify, they haven't gotten a hold of Fane or tried to attack. There's not been a sneak around. There's or no. Anything. There's no surprise okay. round. They were not sneaky. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically allowed you guys like a, a DC 10 perception, and they didn't even beat that. So gotcha. We're gotcha. just gonna move on with combat. So how worried about their tongues are we? Are they like barbed tongues, poison tongues? It's number one tongues? on my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> as the as the tongue like sticks to your forehead, yeah, exactly. yeah. much. Yeah, about to pull my eyebrows off. Yeah. Well, come on, Wes. I think you have a decent idea of what I'm eyebrows? going to do. Let me guess. Two of them. Castle? Ah. No, although you're close. Oh, okay, uh, they're close enough. I'm going to actually color spray the first oh. one. That was okay. Guess. So you're color spraying the one directly in front of you? Clean yes. those dirty frogs. They're, oh, they are just within reach. Uh, can you push them back five feet so they're out of range? Yep, you got it. <laughs> sure, no problem. Uh, I'm just kidding. Now, Chad, uh, just to clarify for the audience, does color spray affect one person? or um, It's everything within a 15-foot cone. Gotcha. And luckily, Fane, while close to me, is just off to the side. So. Okay, yep. I just want to make sure everyone in the audience was aware. I will not be able to get both of the uh, frogs, but I should be able to get... Uh, Very cool. So what is the will save? Uh, DC 15. <laughs> you know, if you wait and I move, you could probably get them both. Possibly, you think? Too late. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, they failed. That's teamwork. Or right it now. failed. Well, if you want to have them both fail. I mean, all right, okay so color that. spray, what happens to them? Uh, depends on their hit dice. Um, okay. Two hit dice or less, they're unconscious, blind, and stunned. They are unconscious, blind, and stunned. <laughs> well, in that case, let's see. We're... Eh, not that long, unfortunately. Uh, they're unconscious, blind, and stunned for two rounds. Okay. And then they're blinded and stunned for an additional four rounds. And then stunned for another round. I'm not even going to keep track. Just so they're stunned the whole time, though. That's what I'm getting, right? Yeah, the way they phrased it is a little weird. So they're all three 
for 2d4 rounds, then they're blinded and stunned for another 4d4 rounds, and then they're stunned for a round. So two rounds, okay. stunned, and blind. Um, and unconscious. And unconscious. Then four rounds. And then an additional four rounds of stunned. Okay. And then another round of stunned after that, actually. So, Which so means seven rounds. They drop everything they're holding. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they drop their magical cutlass. Or my face, if his tongue is on my face. All right. Nice move, Sebastian. You bastard. Thank you. Thank you very Thane. much. It's your turn. What do you do? I'm going to make a nice move away from them. Okay. Oh, I can move this thing. What's my half movement? Uh, in that water, yes. In the sludge, Five, is difficult ten, terrain. Fifteen. Let's go right here. And everything oh. outside of that is quicksand. So if we ah. try to walk into the quicksand to attack them, we'll start to sink. You will start lap. to sink. Yes. And it's not quicksand; it's thick, sucking mud. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Yep. So, Fane, anything else? Uh, no. Sad to go, It is your turn. All right. Finally get to use a ranged weapon. <laughs> I'm going to throw one of my wushu darts at the one that is not blinded, not stunned, and all that stuff. Okay. So it is within the second range increment, so I got a minus two penalty. So this is probably going to miss. <laughs> well, they are flat-footed because they have not acted yet. Oh, great. Uh, Twelve. That will hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Despite yourself. <laughs> that is six points of damage. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> wow. You get right between the eyes. Uh, are you moving or doing anything else? No. Okay. You're not getting that dart back. <laughs> All right. This is where frog number two would go, lovingly known as frog number two, but that's the one that's unconscious. <laughs> then it's giant frog number one. This frog, five feet long, nearly five feet wide, lashes out with his tongue at the person directly in front of him, who is John Ali. Does it have reach? It does. These are F-O-U-S's. It's I'm 15 feet away. Frogs of, I like that. That's great. Thank you very much. Frogs of unusual okay, size. So he is 15 feet away. Does it need to move a square or two? He is 15 wow. feet away. That's right where I want him. Holy crap. Yep. So what? What is your touch Slide. AC? Touch AC is going to be 13. Uh, so he just barely misses. Very good. Wide. And then he is going to sink back five feet. Should reach out and grab his tongue and like pull him up out of the muck. Well, that's what I was I was wondering <laughs> yeah. if we could spend one of my panache points to like do the catch repost the and parry to catch the tongue. <laughs> you know? You should totally do that. Frog legs for dinner. I don't know. I'm 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 reasonably like certain that. I'm reasonably certain the frog might be stronger than John. Well, he's probably stronger, but he's also probably way faster, I would imagine. That tongue probably flicks out pretty quick. It is fast. Granted. But you are John Ollie. Man, right? but I love this. I love this <laughs> yeah. idea. Fastest Perry cook and in the post. <laughs> the tongue flicks by you, and you're going to reach out and try and grab it. Sure, if you'll let me okay. do it, I'll do it. So here's what I'm going to do. If you succeed, it's going to be as if it hit you. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Absolutely. So let me look this up real quick. So do you have to spend a point? Well, I do, but I don't know that it would work. Cause I, so the way that, that we would have to do it, if we're going to follow the rules, is that I would what have is? to dodge first. There are Guide, more guidelines. guidelines. Okay. <laughs> there are guidelines. Well, they missed. So well, we could define that as a dodge. I could, but then I have to create that attack of opportunity. So as long as you're allowing this to be attack of opportunity for some reason, then I could use it. 
So you ha- does it have to be an attack of opportunity for you to use it? Spend the use of attack of opportunity to parry a melee attack. That would be your attack of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I love the idea of it, but as far as rules go, I don't see a way that it works. It sounds like it works no, for me. Because you, yeah. would, you would sacrifice the ability to make an attack of opportunity against this creature. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. And you also said the penalty it's, is it will hit if he messes yes. up. So, yeah. so right. it's not yeah, it's not it's not saying like it has to be a situation where you get an attack of opportunity. It means if it later does something in this round, you wouldn't get one. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I, see, I see what you're saying. I was under the impression that it had to be an attack of opportunity right now for me to use no, it. No, no, you I sacrifice well, your I think as written, that's what it is, right? That's attack what I'm understanding. It says a use but, of attack of opportunity. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, so Davery's interpretation is correct. You okay. have to spend your ability to use an attack of opportunity gotcha. to make your to use the panache point to then dodge. Sure, I'll do it. So you're having to dodge first. Either way, I think it would work you, because by him flicking his tongue at you, you now have an opportunity to grab his tongue. So, so, yeah, so effectively, <laughs> to do this, yes. you would have to use it before the attack is what I'm understanding. Yes. So uh, you I, don't know that it's going to miss, so you're having to dodge first. Yes. So dodge. If you fail the dodge attack, basically you're dodging into his attack. Uh, I automatically move because it's a whenever I use my dodge, it's a five foot immediate step. So you'll have to be in the water. Yes. Okay. So you're taking a five foot step to the right yep. or the left. Okay. All right. You're now in the water. Okay. And you're trying to grab his tongue. Yes. So what that does is that provokes the attack of opportunity, which then gives me the use of opportunity to be able to use my uh, okay. to parry. Uh, oh, I just know, roll yeah. a twenty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just roll a die, man. Okay. All right. Let's so hold on, hold on. We're good. We're working through this. We got this. It's Boring. Cool. It's cool. So it's essentially, fine. all I have to do is it's roll a d twenty. If it's a higher than yours, okay, then I get to attack. Do it. <laughs> so pretty Ollie. Yeah. That's at least uh 14 with my bonuses. It connects. Okay. So what I was saying before is by doing this, you reach out and grab his tongue. Yes. Which is the same as if he touched you. He then gets to grapple you. Okay. But you're grappling it. Gotcha. Okay. So we're going to make this more So you're both grappled is what I'm trying to say. Sure. However, he did not connect. You're actually grabbing him, but you're both considered grappled right now. So we both get the penalties. Correct. Which is really to my detriment. Yes. <laughs> Which but, is the only reason you let this happen. But it's super cool. It is really freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, but you are the attacker in this situation. Okay. So you have the advantage. Sure. Which means on your turn, you get to do the plus five to grapple and all that gotcha, fun gotcha, stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And you've established you can do this to any tongue in the future. And that you have his tongue. You, yes. you could just walk around the post right there and you've got <laughs> it. Okay. So so swashbucklers have to spend panache points to do these tricks, yes. but they get them if the tricks are sufficiently cool. I argue jumping off a post and grabbing a tongue, <laughs> the frog's tongue, is cool enough. He should maybe get this back. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, I, I second that. I think yeah. I agree with Avery. I think. I, I'm sure you all do. Uh, however, the fact that I even allow you to do it, that, that's going to take another panache point, and then I'll give you one back. You're still at the same point. Okay. okay. Kitnick, your boy John Ollie has just grabbed a frog's tongue. What do you do? There's another one that's unconscious. There's also a big tongue that you could cut in half. There is, but do we, do we want to do that? I mean, I guess it would cripple him, wouldn't it? It'd cripple his so. tongue. Is, if they're both grappled now, is the frog denied its dexterity bonus? Yes. It's a minus four to dex Okay, is what you take. So, so Kitnik wouldn't get her sneak attack against this frog. Correct. 
It still has its yeah. It's not flat footed. Okay. Or denied. It's not pinned. Just a minus. That That's point. a bummer. Hmm. I read the rules before we played. <laughs> That's so cool. How dare you? <laughs> I know. Um, I think that uh, I'm going to just make a move and start moving towards the opposite bank. All right. So you're moving. You're a yeah, and that's what acrobatics. Shape. Yes. Okay. All right. If you're jumping across the post, I think it's acrobatics. I am short, and I don't want to end up in that icky, icky water up Absolutely. to my nose. So okay. So I'm going to go ahead and try for a no snorkel. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a snorkel. Oh. I, I didn't pack one. <laughs> that, oh well. Yeah. So that's what, a twenty-three. Yeah, that'll work. You trip, trip, trip. Even the one that Adagoke is on, you just like land on his shoulders and jump on over. Okay. Uh, so and I'll you move can two posts, one post. Yeah, I, I was assuming you went to the next post. The one yeah. past me. Which is... That's about her move. Okay. Yeah, uh, even with the double move. Cool. John Ollie, what do you do? All right, so here's what John's going to do. Um, I've got his tongue. Since mm-hmm. I've got his tongue, I don't have reach. He's 15 feet away. Can I attack his tongue? And it still do damage to him. I mean... I think that would work, but I, you know, we kind of have sidetracked a little here. So, in order to attack the thing that you're grappling, you have to succeed at a grapple first, and then gotcha. you can do an attack with a one-handed weapon. And my cutlass is a one-handed weapon, yep. so, so okay, you, you have to give it the pinned condition so that you can successfully attack it. Tie its no. tongue around the pole. <laughs> it's weird. I've looked at the flowchart. Um, when you are the aggressor in a grapple check, like we're in right now. Uh huh. You then make another grapple check. You can do a list of four things. One is you can tie him with rope, you can pin him, you can do damage, or I think you can move them like half your speed. Gotcha. With a successful grapple check here. So with a successful grapple check, I could, based off that, could I pull his tongue so he comes 15 feet forward and is directly in front of him? Absolutely. I want to do that then. Okay, so you're pulling his tongue with a combat maneuver. Yes, so it would be my CMB versus him CMD. Yeah, I, know, I know reposition is an option when you grapple. So sure. Yep. Okay, all right, so I'm going to roll. I can't see what that says. 50. <laughs> I think that's that a six. That is a six. Uh, okay, so I rolled a total of an eight. Right. With a total of an eight. You do not maintain the grapple. His okay. tongue slips out of your hand and goes blah, 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 back into his mouth. <laughs> yep. How'd that go again? <laughs> Come on. You've got the best one. Go ahead and do it. That's just my sound effect for the little, like, sucky creatures that call up on boats. <laughs> the grindulos. Yeah. I'll come up with something else for tongue slapping into faces later. Right. So that was your standard action. <laughs> yep. You were not able to maintain the grapple. <laughs> Correct. What do you do next? Uh, I will pass. I don't want to move you into move. The, the muddy waters there, so... Okay. Do you want to jump back up on the pole? Do you want to stay where you're at? I'll jump back up on the, the pole. I'll let you do it. Do you need me to roll an acrobatics nope. or anything? Okay. No, I'll just climb back up on top. That is the end of round one, everybody. Round two, Sebastian, you have... Disabled one of my lovely, lovely frogs. What are you doing now? John, you mad bastard. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Um, Sebastian is actually just going to hop to the post that's... Uh, actually, you know what? No, Sebastian is actually going to stay where he's at. They're, they're fighting the frog. He's going to hang out and see how this unfolds. So effectively, you're holding? Sure. This adjusts your initiative. Once it okay. goes, yep. So Fane, it is your turn. Uh, Fane is continuing to move towards the uh, shore, and while he's running, he's yelling, "Be sure to grab the frog. The legs are really tasty." 
<laughs> All right, so Fane's on dry land with a double move. Adigoke. So John has disengaged from the frog and jumped onto one of the posts. So he is no longer in melee combat with the frog. Correct. I'll throw another uh, another wushu dart. That right. seemed to work really well for me last time. <laughs> it was nice of you to wait till he's out of melee. Uh, not so much this time. Eleven. Eleven. They're not flat-footed either. That will miss. Did but his barely? Did his tongue coming back into his head really fast mess him up at all? I mean, <laughs> does he still Whiplash. have? You're looking, <laughs> looking for that plus two, minus two, aren't you? There, well, does he still have the minus because he hasn't had an action yet? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, no, they're yeah. This is a great <laughs> effort. I tried to help you out, Dave. You scratch my back, I'm scratching yours. Yeah, you know, I argue trip. that he hasn't had his action yet, so it hasn't reset his defenses. <laughs> uh, do you do anything else? No, I'm pretty happy with that. All right, make a rules lawyer check. Okay. <laughs> I will do knowledge games. Oh, yeah. oh that was a 23. This uh, this frog is really hungry. It would like a meal, John Ollie. And you look really tasty. Of course I do. And I rolled the exact same thing I rolled last time. <laughs> so his tongue slips by you again. Do you make another grab? No, it didn't work out super well for me last time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kidnick. I'm going to keep going towards the shore. You should shoot it. It's super yeah. awesome. Trip, trip, trip. You're with... How far can she make it to the last post? With two two double moves, basically yeah. two half mm-hmm. moves. Yeah. She can be on dry land right next to Fane. Yep, that'll work. Awesome. All right, Kitnick and Fane have made it to dry land. Turning around, we you look. John Ollie, it is your turn. Do we get $200? <laughs> we pass go? Yes. So I'm not super familiar with reach. If he has reach, if I try and move away, is it provoke an attack of opportunity? You are... Like, I could see it if he had a 15-foot yes. pole, but with a tongue, it takes a second to get there. You see what I'm oh, saying? you like, don't do attacks of opportunity with, uh, well, reach weapons you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah you do yeah. with Just reach like weapons. They're still considered melee weapons. Their tongues are considered melee weapons. So, yeah, yeah. so he threatens a long range. Yeah. Is it like a whip? Sort of, yes. Because I don't threaten with a whip. Well, long but, range. But it's a little different. It's this little, is a yeah. natural weapon. I can though, see so. it being different. Because yeah. with the whip, it, you still have to... Whereas with a pole, it's just right there or something. But with the tongue, you have to go out. Well, it's it's a special quality of the whip that the whip doesn't. Gotcha. Okay. So if the whip only is really threatening when it hits its end, right? Whereas with the tongue, it's muscles. So So ultimately, if I move, he's going to attack me. Yes, because you're in uh, difficult terrain, so you cannot take an official five foot step. Well, I'm on a pole. I can just jump, but it but it's still going to attack. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Which would provoke. Okay, Uh, I'm going to go ahead and try and move. I'm going to go ahead and try and move as far as possible then, and I'm going to take the attack of opportunity because okay. I'm not getting into the muddy waters. <laughs> All right, uh, roll your attack of opportunity. Or no, uh, your acrobatics first. Uh, that's a nat 20, so <laughs> 27. All right. That's uh, your one. And I can use acrobatics to evade attack of opportunities, right? But you're using this one to jump across, so if you want to <laughs> evade, roll me one more time. Roll me one more time. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. nope, never mind. <laughs> you knew that was the only high score he's going to have, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think I'm the only person that can roll a 20 and then Man, a 1. Come on, these frogs are exciting for me. It's all I got. Give it to me. Uh, never mind. Hey, Miss, so you can double move away? Okay. While he's doing this, Kitnick is actually going to be taking some of the hemp rope that she has and tying it to one of her uh, her bolts for a crossbow. Okay. Okay. Can like he do this. a double move or a single move? 
It's a double move across, right? Yep. So d- one move to jump to that pole, one move to jump to the other pole. Oh, okay. Cool. Sebastian, it's your last opportunity to <laughs> act this round. <sighs> well, I'm Sebastian's... Uh, since everyone else is moving on, Sebastian is going to do the same, and he's going to attempt to double okay. move on, since the frog has hopefully wasted its only attack of opportunity on John. Oh, no. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, I didn't say necessarily, but hopefully. I'm grinning. Combat frog. Uh, that's a 20 on my acrobatics check. That will be enough. You can make They're actually move, battle toads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You could move like that. Um, John Ollie, you can move yourself one more pole over. There you go. Unfortunately, that puts me right there. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is Sebastian's turn. Next round. Round three. So they are no longer unconscious. He is stunned. Has anybody looked up what stunned does? It sucks. They're also uh, still suck. blind. You're and like blind. defenseless and can't carry yeah. anything. I don't know exactly. A stunned creature drops everything held, can't take actions, takes a minus two penalty to AC, and loses its dexterity bonus to AC. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. All right, Fane, what do you do? You are not stunned. Um, I'm going to move. Where am I going to move? How far away? One, two, three, four, five. Who is this in the back? That's uh, Edig, okay. He's 30 feet away, yes? Yes. Okay, I'm going to sit still. I'm good. All right. Add a go okay. I am going to use my move action to activate martial flexibility to give myself dragon-style fighting. Dragon-style fighting allows me to ignore difficult terrain when charging, running, or withdrawing. Nice. Arr. So I am going to run. <laughs> so you're kind of running on the top of the water, I think, or just bouncing off the top of the poles. Yeah, I'm straight, like, crouching tiger, just jumping across poles. Crouching at a gokeh hidden toads. Yeah, For the audience at home, he did not run towards the frog. He ran towards shore. Away from his poor, poor friend Sebastian. I have to reposition. Tactics, man, tactics. You call it whatever you want. Oh, no. Uh, this is where giant frog number two we go, but now he is stunned. Giant frog number one, on the other hand, has a fresh new mm-hmm. target. And he lashes out. What's your touch, I see? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Better than the three you just rolled. That's yeah, a six. Does a six hit your touch? Uh, no. No, it does not. Sebastian has super colorful attire, doesn't he? Yeah. I like to imagine that it's like a monarch butterfly. You know how they have the different super bright colors? It dazzles my opponents. Yeah. <laughs> Would you move him 5, 10, 15, 20 towards shore? And then 5, 10 towards John Ollie. Wait, actually, no. Uh, and then 5 back. Yes. So that puts, <laughs> that puts John Ollie at 15 feet, correct? Mm, master so. tactician yeah. frog. That puts him at 20. 20. Oh, so leave him. He'll just do a straight swim move over that direction. Kitnick, uh, you said you were tying a hemp rope. However, you used your turn for a double move to get to shore. Mm-hmm. So you're using this turn to start tying. I'll give it a move action. So you would have it tied there. I think it might actually be a full round. She's a rope master. I'm a rope master and I have quick draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do that. Move action. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, boom, it's tied. Love it. All right, so I'm going to move to the other side of everybody. Okay. So that then I can shoot at the Mr. Frog Lips over there. Gotcha. That would put you still within your range, but away from his. Give me an acrobatics check. That way, basically what I'm saying 
is just a move action to tie that rope on. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to allow you to do that while you're moving. Okay. But if you get you got to roll high enough on your acrobatics. Okay. Nineteen. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Okay. So you're tying the rope to an arrow? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. And now she, uh, while she's moving over to get a better bead on said frog, fire away. Twenty. And okay. Do I have a range modifier on that? Better than no, that. You're you're sure. no. Okay. So twenty. Holy crap, that will hit. How much damage do you do? A wonderful question. <laughs> I didn't take the dice out yet. I wasn't planning to hit anything just yet. <laughs> Oops. Neither was Wes, apparently. Right? That six is hilarious. Three? <laughs> Three points of damage? Alright. And you are attached to the frog with rope. Mm-hmm. Alright. Can't do anything with it yet. <laughs> this can't go wrong. So is that a grapple? <laughs> yeah. Does that get a grappled condition? <laughs> sort of. Uh, it has a rope. It's the harpoon condition. It's the harpoon yeah. condition, yeah. <laughs> not really sure. Because he's not really attached to me. It's in the advanced, me. advanced player's guide. I can, let go of, <laughs> see, I can let go of my crossbow if I have to, or my, the rope, rather. It's you have to have the crossbow, uh, the uh, whaler archetype. Right. <laughs> John Ollie, what you doing, bud? Uh, so here's a question. The muddy water area is through half a square, so I, can I stand on that half and slash at him? <laughs> 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 Reasonably. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to jump over to shore. All right, acrobatics check. Yeah. <laughs> that is oh, a... Like plus 20, right? Yeah, that is going to be a 15. That will do. Okay. Now, attack of opportunity. Yes. When you move. Sure. You taking it? Uh, yeah. Okay. I trust in your rolling. <laughs> as, as, well you, as well you the should. The tables always roll poorly. You see, there's something about sitting on the end of these tables where you and five me just roll poorly. Yeah. <laughs> the frog was distracted by the fact it has an arrow stuck in it now. Well, it also has a dart stuck in it. And a dart. It. Two so, darts. No, 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 I just, no, I just, I oh, you just hit one. one. I had to take a break. It's okay. It's not you, Wes. It's, it's, Wes is back from having understand. a nice cry. <laughs> you succeed. Now slash away. Okay. Ooh, uh, 17 without modifiers. That, that, that hits. Hit, yeah. Okay, uh, so let's do some damage. Ooh, uh, 11 points of damage. It dies. Of course it does. Yeah, frog legs. Hey guys, can you help me reel this thing into shore? I'll start, I'll start <laughs> reeling it in. <laughs> oh no. It's now been removed from combat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Decisively, in fact. Pulling my dart out. Extreme prejudice, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, John Ollie, that would be your turn. Sebastian is going to... Ooh, that's a nine. So I'm guessing I probably fall into the water. You do. Splash. But there's nothing really threatening you at this point. Yeah, Sebastian's going to keep moving. He's going to move. Except the leeches he didn't tell us about. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing about the frog that is unconscious in the water? I'm not going back for him. Stunned. <laughs> Stunned. Stunned now, and yes. blind. Right. Yeah, he can't of- see us. He can't move. Let's just yeah. keep going. I'm not going back for him, man. Round four. Uh, we'll just act out of order at this point. Kidnick, you're reeling him in. Well, I need help. He's, and then he's John, big. He can reach out. Yeah, I'll reach out the yeah. rope. I'll so you have the you. frog on shore. Yes. What do you do? We clean it. <laughs> okay. That's going to take... I'll do a survival... Or not survival, but cooking. Well, it's going to take a long time. and that The other one is going to wake up by the yeah. time... 
That's kind of Davery is correct. Okay, oh. that's well, why I'm hoping you'll let's sling it over someone's shoulder. Yeah, and just hoof it. All right, oh, let's do this. One of you sturdy types, and by sturdy types I mean Adagoke, yeah. should drag <laughs> it into the woods. So Adagoke reaches over, pulls out the arrow with the rope, hands it back to Kitnick. Yeah. Pull out your takes darts. The, uh, How's my dart? Y- your darts are fine. All right. Sure. Hey. Are, are, is that how the rules go with your darts? Well, they're also melee weapons, so I think it's kind of like a dagger. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So you pull Thumbs them out. Thumbs are squishy. You put the frog on your shoulder, and you guys head off into the jungle, heading south. You're out of combat. Congratulations. We win. (laughs) So you are in the jungle. Dank, nasty, terrible, disgusting, smelling swamp. But it sounds pretty. I learned recently that dank was good. Oh, those young kids these days. (laughs) I was going to say, depends on the context. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hanging out with those hooligans, are you? (laughs) Whippersnappers. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. So the water was slow. Utes. It was thick. You could smell the organic material in the water where stuff has died and decomposed. And it just There were mosquitoes in the air buzzing around you, which you heard in your headphones, because Sirenscape's awesome. Uh, but you guys are now on the path. <laughs> and as you head out, once in a while, the uh, trees that are surrounding you in this swampy, jungly-type area... Uh, you can actually see a large fist of granite off to the east of you. It reaches up a solid 50 feet in the air. A uh, large fist of granite that you could see, probably get a decent vantage point to view the island if you wanted to. Uh, however, there's not really a path that leads that way. So you would have to just keep your sights on that as you move through. In the middle of the island's cliffs and stuff too, though. It's taller, yes. right? So In the middle of the island, there's these huge sheer cliffs, which may or may not have a path up at some point. That's the general direction we're going anyway. Yep. So you're heading south right now. Yeah, I'd rather not... Uh, backtrack? Back, back <laughs> through the swamp, yes. There might be worse things than frogs. Four more frogs show up. <laughs> Plus yeah. that other frog's probably pretty upset, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe not. so we're going to... Continue to head south to head to the cliffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And right. as you... And wh- and we're going to stop and clean the frog and do all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. While you're... As you actually begin to head south, every once in a while, you actually see something hanging from a tree branch. When you get closer, it's, you know, a good five, ten feet up in the air. And it's made of bone sinew tied in these weird, crazy shapes. Some of them are like in the shape of a humanoid with uh, small pieces of cloth attached to them. So they, like a tribal fetish? Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. Like, like, like a like Blair Witch? Artwork? Or? <laughs> That'd be something I've read about before. Uh, knowledge messed up stuff. <laughs> Arcana? I have Arcana? Spellcraft? If it's, if it's got it's some sort of mystical significance? More of a history or a cultural thing. Uh, knowledge history. local? <laughs> um, let's do knowledge dungeoneering. I have knowledge engineering. Uh, Fifteen. These are most likely associated with the creatures that attacked you on the ship. The Grindelows? Mm-hmm. Grindelow fetish kind of thing? Exactly. Like yeah. a territorial like marker? Or yes. Warnings. Kind of a warning or a marker. Just something for them to enjoy as they trips around the island. These look like Grindelow fetishes that are much like territorial markings and warnings <laughs> for other people. What does that mean? Stay away. It means he read it in a book. We're somewhere. in Grindylow land, is what that means. So we're going the right direction. We can't stop here. This is Grindylow country. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, you continue to make your way south through the bog and the mire. You will finally find your way out. As we're walking through, Adagoke 
wants to turn everyone go. While we're walking on this trail, I think maybe it's a good opportunity for those for us to start. We haven't had much of an opportunity to really talk to each other about ourselves, share our details of our lives, things like that, because we've been busy on the wormwood trying to not get whipped. <laughs> I think it may be useful for us to start telling each other a little bit about ourselves. Also, while we're walking along, as we see these things, Kitnick's going to take them out of the trees. <laughs> start collecting them? You see three. Creepy. They're ten okay. feet up in the air. You have to kind of climb out on a limb. Okay. We can help. We can lift her up. Cool. You get them with no problem. Okay. Now you have three Grindylow fetishes of bone, sinew, and some rotten cloth okay. in your bag. Well, I just sounds like them a in my creepy bag. witch. You said I was taking them out of the trees. <laughs> She's going to do so a, do a macabre puppet show with them. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, do you, what do you do with them then? Um, as we walk around, I'm going to move them into different trees. Okay. So you take them out of the trees, and you put them back in the trees in other places? Just randomly, under rocks, just really hoping to confuse Grindelows at some point, just because that's what gnomes do. <laughs> maybe, maybe swapping the street signs. Basically. Exactly. That's pretty, much what, that's pretty much what I'm doing. She's going to mildly annoy the Grindelows, dang it. It's a very low-level prank. That's all I can get away with right now, because we're busy. Some but... poor Grindelow kid is going to get lost, and Mom's going to go out and have to find him. And I'm going to have a heyday with that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you going to do we the functional equivalent of toilet dark. papering their lair when kind we find of, it? Or, yeah. You know. That's what gnomes do. I'd go, okay, I know that you'd like uh, for us to talk about yourselves. My name's John. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, really? Hi, John. <laughs> to explain why I'm, I'm saying this, is like, as I've said, I was given this map by my mother. I have said that I've been on a merchant ship before. That yeah. is only sort of true. Uh, my mother was a pirate in the shackles. She's long retired, but... I did not want to say anything while I was on the Wormwood out of the concern that it may, she may have made enemies, long-standing enemies, possibly Barnabas, possibly somebody else. So hmm, that's fair. I was not saying anything there, but I feel it is, I feel it's my obligation to tell you now that I, I have a slight connection to some of the pirates in the shackles. Ooh, ooh, can I go next? Absolutely. What, what was Atticoke's mother's name out of curiosity? If you're willing to tell me. Absolutely. Her name was Sunbola. Sanbola? Sunbola. Sunbola. Awesome. Okay. I feel like I've heard that name before, you know, having studied pirates and things like that. That name rings a bell. Sorry, Fane. That's okay. I am a senior at Whitehall. <laughs> I was voted most popular and most likely to succeed. I am out trying to get my, uh, my thesis done so I can graduate. What is Whitehall? Whitehall is a bard college in Absalom. My mom and dad are both teachers there. Oh. <laughs> Who's next? This is fun. I say John is. Tell us about your mother. Uh, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> How rude. Uh, well, she liked to kill people. She liked to kill people a whole lot, and she was very, very good at it. You that was mentioned this. Kind of her job. <laughs> yeah. What kind of job? The kind where you kill people, and you're very good at it, or you don't do it very long. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with that dagger that, that I was looking for for you? Yeah, uh, okay. that's my mother's dagger. It was her favorite device that she used on the job every day. That is quite the uh, keepsake, my friend. Yeah, it's really the only thing I actually have from her. She, um, My understanding is she fled from some assassins, and because of that, I haven't seen her since. But reports say that she's dead. I don't remember. Have we all seen the dagger now at this point? Yeah, you guys should have yeah. all seen the dagger. No. I don't think Adagoke has. Um, oh, hey, here's my dagger. Were you around when Plug... Oh, no, you weren't no, there when Plug... I, yeah, so no, maybe you I've haven't. Been, I don't think I've been there any time the dagger storyline has come up. 
Is it obvious what the dagger represents? Uh, I mean, it should be fairly obvious. If you're anything familiar with kind of the shackles area, um, it is a dagger of the Red Manus assassins. Adagoke mm-hmm. does have uh, knowledge local. That's a pretty good roll. I got a 23 on a knowledge local. Nice. All right. Uh, in that case, with a 23 knowledge local, you'll recognize the dagger as belonging to the Red Mantis Assassins. They're based off of an island just north of the Shackles. Now, you won't find it on any maps. They have the ability to keep that knowledge from most people, but it's kind of common knowledge <laughs> with within the Shackles. and Especially with your mother as a member of the Pirates of the Shackles, you probably have picked it up. Red Mantis Assassins based on a small island called, I think it's uh, Ismagorty. It's kind of a weird spelling. So. Are the Red Mantis Assassins part of Rickety Hakes? <laughs> <laughs> no. It is Ismagorty, from what I can tell. I, I can't guarantee that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. But I've got it written down. As Hopefully Ismagorty. somebody will tell us. Yeah, we'll see. Connor will. <laughs> That's what Connor does. Let you know when you're mispronouncing things. Connor, who's Connor? Oh, Conchabar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mom didn't hug you very much, right? <laughs> uh, he'll pull out the blade and show it to you uh, at a goke, and he'll leave it sheathed so it doesn't cut you or anything. But it's very clearly it's shaped like a mantis's hand, and then like the the handle is, and the blade that comes out is very serrated, so it kind of looks like the claw part of it. Adagoke will open it and look at it. This is what you meant by saying your mother killed often. Yes. uh, My mother was a member of the Assassins, and she was really, really high up in the Assassins. My father was their cook. um, And my mother did something that caused uh, Blood Mistress Jacqueline to make her try to run away from the group. I don't fully know what it was, uh, but when she ran away, they had her executed. You cannot leave the Assassins once you join the Assassins. So you are not part of this Assassins group? I grew up in it, but I'm not part of it. My mother tried to initiate me, but I couldn't stand the thought of killing at the time. And I, I really looked at the up to my father, and you know, clearly things have seeped out of me from her in front of you all, as you can tell. You but it's, it a, was. it's a darker side of me that I don't like to have. About your mom, you keep saying was. She did. She was. Past tense. I haven't seen her in over 15 years. And as far as I'm aware, she's been murdered. I mean, the assassins kill, and they're good at their job. If someone assigned her as their target, she's no longer here. In fact, as far as I'm aware, I'm the only surviving target. What did Plug mean when he cut you and drew blood with it? Do you have any idea? It was was when we had him down in the lower depths. He He broke himself loose. And he cut you with the dagger and said, now the, the blade is drawn blood. I, I don't think he knew what he was talking about. No. I don't think that there's anything tied to that blade. But, you know, I was never initiated, so there could be things tied to the blade that I'm not aware of. But this is her old dagger. It has killed thousands, I'm sure. So maybe it has something on it. So we're friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you all are my friends. I've never had friends. Roll initiative. What? <laughs> Red Mantis. The assassin jumps out of the bushes. Attacks everybody. You're all dead. Roll new characters. Do what what a surprise round. <laughs> Do what you want to the captain, but leave me alone. Uh, so you guys continue to make well, your way south? Or you okay, will, as, we'll you're, hand him as you're making your way south, you're continuing to talk. Yeah. Adagoke okay, will hand the, the Mantis dagger back to, to John and say, I understand the importance of uh, mementos of your family, but perhaps this one is... Perhaps this one has a bit too much taint to it. It does, but it is the only thing I have left from that time. 
And I, I feel the need to have something to remember that time by. Surely you can understand having a past. Some memories, my friend, are best left buried. Tank joke. Come on, man. <laughs> tank joke. I knew where you were going. Somebody, yeah. Come here. on. <laughs> uh, tank, tank, tank. All right. I'll be better. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, God. I'm glad I was dealing with laughing because I was really feeling weird over here. Thank you, Matt. I thought you were trying to not burp into the mic. I was like, what is happening? I was like trying not to say tank, 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 tank. Just so everybody knows, Matt, as soon as the taint was said, uh, Maybe Matt put this one back, in a bag and put his <laughs> hand over his mouth. Uh, okay. <laughs> so as you follow the footpath south, you continue to talk, or do you? I mean, Anything else? I'd like to hear from everyone else. Sebastian but if everyone Kittnick, else is like, yeah, I was part of the Glee Club. I keep talking about that for as long as they want to listen. <laughs> everyone has stopped listening to Faint. He's actually still talking. <laughs> this one time in song camp. <laughs> I'm still watching for the things hanging in the trees. You find and... a few more, and you tie them up in other places. Yep. But <clears throat> keep moving them around. Yeah, Adagoke doesn't want to pressure pressure anybody, but I mean, I'm legitimately interested in well, everybody. Kitnick, uh, you spent some time in Cordax Thorpe. That's where I went after mm-hmm. I escaped the assassins. Uh, why were you there? Because I was. Uh, you surely you can share more than that with us now. We're all friends. You can trust us. I've you know never, that we're not going to kick you out for any kind of reason. I've never had friends. Well, I killed a few people a couple days ago, and you guys haven't kicked me out. I think you're going to be safe. <laughs> Fane fakes a sneeze. Can I borrow your headscarf real quick? <laughs> Fane? Uh, bless me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I, was, I was looking for information and... That's kind of where I ended up uh, after I left my, my group of gnomes that I was that I grew up with. So I kind of ended up there, and uh, it was lots of people came in and out of that town. So I could talk to a few of them or over you know like over yeah. conversations, and it was I was accumulating information to figure out where I needed to go next. Where are you trying to go? Can you tell us that much, or yeah. why are you trying to get there? Uh, I owe a debt. To someone, and I have to do something in order to to, to save them. Okay. So you mentioned fair. north. Is Rickety Hakes going to be north enough for you now? Well, I got some information while I was on the boat that uh, let me know I don't absolutely need to go north. I can actually find what I'm looking for other places, and that's where I need to start. Excellent. So you need a port. I need that port specifically. Rickety Hakes? Rickety Hakes. Oh, excellent. Very good. Because Rickety Hakes, the person, might actually be able to tell me some stuff. Who names their kid Rickety? I mean, I don't get that. (laughs) Who names a port and a person and a business the same thing? I'm narcissist. (laughs) I'm assuming he has rickets. (laughs) Could be. Born with them. And here I was going with a nickname. But hey, whatever. (laughs) Ricketts sounds good. Jaundiced Jape, Rickety Hake. Well, I mean, Rickety, you know, something shoddy, not well built. I mean, his name could be Hakes, and he could just be like old and decrepit. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm Young Man Jones. <laughs> you should see Old Man Jones. <laughs> just keep changing it every 10 years and name him. I'm Middle Aged Jones. <laughs> right? I'm still surprisingly <laughs> Spry Jones. <laughs> All right. That's why you can't find Rickety Hakes on the map because originally it was, you know, ultimately Spry Hakes and then it was, yes. you know, right. somewhat decrepit Hakes. Yeah. Hakes and... 
That's, that's so funny. So, yeah. So basically, I'm I'm trying to find a passageway into the other world. What? Hmm? Yeah. I can't say I've ever heard of the other first, world. Yeah, first world. I've heard of a lot of other worlds, but... Well, first world. You've probably heard of it as a bard. Have I? Knowledge planes, please. Yeah. The spirit world? Or the spirit world. Oh, oh hey, nice. that's 26. So, yes. You have heard of the first world. It is the first world that the gods built. Oh. Things I... are weird in the first world. Things are wonderful in the first world. Just ask a gnome. <laughs> we have long gnomes ago think... learned to not ask gnomes. <laughs> the, the gnomes think they're wonderful. However, that's where the gnomes are from. Something happened. Uh, they don't really know what it was. I mean, with the 26, I'm going to just keep talking until you tell me to shut up. No, no, no. Uh, first world, gods built it. Uh, this is the reason speaking. it's <laughs> called the first world is uh, the gods built it first. And then they got bored with it. Physics weren't really figured out. Imagine living in a Salvador Dali painting. Yes. Oh, oh wow. Oh, so you're the, uh, shifting. You're the uh, dodo yeah. from the old Warner Brothers cartoons? Yes. Yeah, got it. What, Things are weird. What lived there? What was... Like the inhabitants of the first oh, there's world. lots Fae. of inhabitants. Yeah, Fae. the Fey. It's, it's the Fey yes. world. Yeah. Okay. So, Kitnik, right. are you from the first world? And you're trying to get back. No, no. Or are you just trying to find it to begin with? I'm, I'm, I'm from here. Okay. I was. I know the gnomes came from the first world, but I'm from gnomes here. Are technically Fey? Yes. I mean, like yes. in the this second, third cousin, twice removed. Yeah. But well, gnomes are Fey. Yeah. They're Fae-like. just just Fae-ish. later generations aren't from first world because they all, like you said, came over. So you're just trying to go home. Not exactly. I am home. This is where I live. This is where I am from. But I have to find a way to get back there to take someone else there. All right. Sebastian. So yeah, Sebastian. <laughs> Literally crickets. So Sebastian, you mentioned uh, burying. Some things stay better buried. Uh, you, you seem like you probably have a whole lot. Like buried. bottles of ice wine? If I was giving you advice to leave things... <laughs> That is not so much buried, although if I had not fled, I might have been. If I'm going to give you advice to bury things, why would I begin to unearth them myself? That is very fair. Because we're all friends here. We're having an Atagoke trust circle, Sebastian. Please join us. As long as there is nothing that that could risk the crew. Your secrets are your own. Kitnik's going to meander a little ways ahead and just kind of look to see if we're coming upon anything yet. What do you wish to know? I was uh, I was born in the, the wagon of a traveling show near Ustalav. Uh, for any, I don't know anybody who has knowledge local might know something about the Verizians a little bit. You think I knowledge everything? I mean, I know you do. <laughs> I rolled a four, so I don't know anything about them. <laughs> you don't know nothing. Verizians, that's an ancient. I got a 15 well, knowledge local. I don't know what that gets me. It's, the Verizians are a very traveler sort of people from uh, the few permanent settlements they have are in Ustalov. Most of them are travelers. Um, Roma. They're Romani. I got a 24. Yeah, <laughs> the one thing you probably would notice about Sebastian is generally the Verizians have a very, they always carry with them what's called a capinia. It's a very long, colorful scarf that the symbols and everything on it basically tell their family history. He doesn't have one. And uh, I think, Wes, you might have even mentioned that uh, Crimson does. He is Verisian also. Yes, has Crimson one. Has, has one. I believe it's mostly blue. Um, but they're very important to Verisians. Am I right when I say that Rise of the Ruin Lords was in the Verisian area? Is that right? Am I thinking the right place? Um, I partially, I believe you are correct. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was like 
basically Atlantis. It fell into the sea. No. No, no I'm thinking Atl- That's Aslan. 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 Okay. Uh, Verl- but you are correct. Verizia is the area that Rune Lords takes place in. Mm-hmm. Is that general area? Yeah. That area fell under the sea at some point. That was... Maybe not. All right. I don't think it doesn't so. matter. We'll move it on. I was uh, separated, if you will, from my family when I was 16. I've uh, traveled and found my way into one unfortunate situation after another ever since. Uh, as Kit like, had pointed out. Like this one. <laughs> yes. And they seem to be getting worse. I don't, uh, I don't understand. Uh, as uh, Kit pointed out, I found myself in these shackles. Uh, uh, let's say uh, that uh, I was in Arisian, that there was a bearskin rug, a white witch's daughter, a bottle of ice wine, and an awkward morning after. Is it safe to assume that you've never suffered from insomnia? <laughs> what? Sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> Can you cast it on yourself to help me have a good night's sleep? Uh, Seems like it worked. I don't know. I've never experimented with that. Well, I'm now you're giving him the evil eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, Sebastian's giving Fane the side eye. Uh, well, now you are a ship's master, so you can sail away from any trouble you get yourself into. <laughs> and yet, currently, I find myself trudging through a swamp. But now you're not. Yeah. The uh, path that you are following opens onto a large, large clearing. Hey, guys, there's a clearing up here. You might want to come look at this. Hi. <laughs> we know, Kit, we can see over the grass. <laughs> oh. Oh, short jokes flying around. So if you thought the stench of organic decay was bad in the swamp, here it is mixed with cheap perfume and rotting flesh. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's like a whorehouse set up in its... Slaughterhouse. <laughs> yes, actually, that's probably a great what? comparison. Ah, meat and meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. In the middle of the clearing is a very large tree. What kind of tree? A dead one. Does it have the weird bone, sinewy, flesh thingies hanging down from it? Fetish. It does not. This uh, area is clear of those. How you haven't seen one of those fetishes probably in a uh, couple hundred yards. Because... Because Kit has them all. No, I've been moving them. Oh, oh, let's put them back. All right. In fact, there's one hanging right at the edge of the clearing, but it wasn't there before. Well, it's like if you ever saw the labyrinth, you know, whenever like she's she's in there, she's drawing stuff with her lipstick. It's not fair. Yeah, Yeah. that's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. The tree is draped with a very large tent. The sides of the tent have holes in them, so you can see through them. The uh, tent sides and the tree trunk itself are covered in lurid painted faces. What kind of faces? They're lurid and painted. (laughs) (laughs) You also said large. How large is the tree? Uh, We're talking about a redwood. Flip the map over. Uh oh. Uh Oh Oh, no. Somebody's got. I don't like this. I hate it when he plans ahead. We're all about to die. (laughs) There's no reason for a map. Let's not get hasty. So the tree is roughly 15 feet in, di- in diameter. Okay. Wes even drew us a diagram. all the tent? Hmm? That's the tent. Oh, so wow. this is a, a massive pavilion it's style. Oh, over. I didn't We're looking that. at its largest point, like 40 feet. So you guys are probably a solid 60 feet away. The, leer- the clearing it's in is very large. Does it look like, um, I know we're not that close, but does it look like moving in the breeze, it looks like it's something heavy like canvas or yes. like silk? or It's... Uh, 
This would be canvas because okay. it would be there to protect you from the rain. Is it draped over the tree or is it just attached up under the tree? Uh, over the branches as best as possible. Okay. Uh, the little lines that you see coming off of the corners, the those stakes. are stakes to keep it uh, held down. So the tree trunk looks like it's like almost 15 foot diameter. Yes. Big tree. Wow. In fact, uh, I didn't draw it because it would have gotten in the way. But their limbs spread out past the edges of the tent. Jeez. So this tree is very massive. But it's dead, though, you said. It is a oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, large oh. oak tree. Let's call oh. it oak. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, with huge limbs just sticking out in all directions. Gotcha. And it smells awful. Yes. Do we think that it's the tree that smells or whatever could be inside the tent? Well, my friend, there are, as we noticed, none of those territory markers nearby. Trees don't usually stink. Well, if they're dead, they can have that like moldy right. rod. Yeah. That's right. what I was You're thinking. Right. So the corpse also, fruit. You also see corpse fruit, rotting human body parts hanging from around the tree. Well, there's that, well, okay. that would be a salient okay. detail. Yes, <laughs> are they <laughs> wriggling? Before I could get there. <laughs> <laughs> but these are not in the shape of any of the fetishes. These are just no. random mm-hmm. limbs. And are they like, human limbs or yes. are they okay. all are very very human? Do we us. recognize any of them? Nope. Okay. Something layers here. I want to make sure it wasn't pieces of like Sandara or something like that. You know, these look like they're much much older. Okay. Just Uh, check in. There's also carpets of squirming insects. The sides of the tent are hanging in tatters. You can have there are gaping holes that you can see, so you can see all the way into the tree trunk in certain places. Uh, Through the holes, you can see a table with a very large mirror. A few skeletal remains are hanging from thin cords from the ceiling area from the tent top area. And there are other few bedroom items like a, a bed and maybe a desk table there. You also, through there, you can see two humanoid figures leaning against the table. Their arms are crossed. They don't seem to notice you yet. They're, it's more like they're just looking and talking to each other. From which direction are we approaching this tree so we can put our people on the map? And speaking of on the map, where's the tree on our island map that I'm drawing? So the island map is right. Start pointing at places. Here. Okay. So here's the village that we left from. Yep. So here's it's right the granite. In the. Uh, here's the swamp. So it's right here. Right about there. Yes. So just a little farther south from where you guys were. So are we coming from the left side of the map? Yep. So the way it's positioned uh, directly in front of me is north, east, west, South, so you're coming from that direction from the north We're side. South. Okay. All right. So Captain is in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> he said it before. I would be in the lead. It's yes. the Enterprise. Well, I'm. You know, we may want to have somebody sneak up there and just kind of investigate stuff before we all go running in gung ho. I'm oh, perfectly fine with that. Sneaky, yeah, absolutely. One. So, Kit, do you think you'd be willing to use your sneaky services to maybe trek ahead just a bit, see what we're getting ourselves uh, as into? As long as somebody with a ranged weapon will cover me. <laughs> So you're, you're placing little figurines. Is that something yes. we notice right now? The two figures on the south side, and you can lay the third one down for me. Oh, you do that uh, The two figures on the south side are the ones that you can see through the edges of the tent. Are they standing and milling around? Those are the two that were sitting with their arms crossed at the table. Okay. A large table with a mirror. With a mirror? Yes. Nice, okay. large, oval mirror. Do we see any more details by looking in the mirror? That's like reflecting them. Does that make sense, or is that a dumb question? Uh, you it's a see good question. the other bedroom items like and stuff. Uh, in fact, give me a perception check. Do they show you guys, up in the mirror? On the map right now, <laughs> right? where you guys are positioned is not where you are. You're another forty feet. Right, we're like north. forty okay, so feet away. Good hundred feet. I'm guessing these away. aren't the little squid people. 
They are not. Okay. Are we perceiving something? Uh, Adam is. I rolled okay. a 21. Right. You do not notice anything within the mirror other than what I have described already. Okay. So not even them. You see them. Oh, okay. I was thinking like... Everything I described what up to this point... What doesn't have a reflection? <laughs> everything coming up to this point. Gotcha, gotcha. Them. Okay. But you and don't... we were paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> Kit, would you uh, take a look for us? Yeah. Someone um, will cover you. Okay, you have darts and... I mean, you can throw pretty far, Be right? careful, young one. Yeah, like it's, 20 it's feet. Scary. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, so I'm going to pull my dagger. Kid, I'll follow behind you okay. 10, 15, 10, 15 feet, so that way if you get into trouble, I can try and run in and help you out real okay, quick. Okay, just stay Why don't, as hidden as possible. Fane has a crossbow. Why doesn't Fane just cover her? Why, doesn't, why don't you follow me, and then Fane can cover both of us? Uh, I, I didn't think you had a crossbow, I Fane. don't have a crossbow. I thought yeah, you I did. Thought you no, had the, I, I thought I, you had the... He didn't it. take it. He had to toss it, because it's no. not the one he wanted. Yeah. It's not the right size. Oh, that's right. He was picky. I yes, forgot. Sorry. <laughs> very, very picky. <laughs> Had I known, we would come up across a gigantic tree with things in a tent. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, come on. I'd... Hope for the best, plan for the worst, Fane. <laughs> well, I have a stealth... much use for him. I have a stealth of negative three, so don't think you want me creeping no, up. No, we don't. How about okay, this? So, How about this? So kid, How about this? Yes. Give me your stealth roll. Let's just not... Let's stay together. How about that? Just stealthy, 18. sneaky is cool, but... So as you were sneaking away, Fane's like, wait, wait, why don't we all just... You're, okay, you're going. And you vanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You make your way up to the edge of the tent. And I'm going to come around the backside. Oh, you're just coming around the, uh, that coming side over there? Yeah. Uh, because okay. that way I can kind of hide behind where the tree is and stuff. And I'm not sure. like, way out there. Because so those put me with closer to Let's put to her me. near the tree trunk in okay. the middle. So as you get there, you kind of peek in through a hole. And you see a third undead, rotted corpse laying on the ground. Undead. You can see Yes. You can see it kind of just wallowing around like a small child would if he was bored. And you just hear him go, ah, Dead. Not dead. Unending hunger. We haven't eaten in weeks, and I can't fucking sleep. I'm bored. I give the hand signals to get the fuck back. Like, like I'm doing two fingers on the elbow and the wrist, like doing my hand brown. Like one of the creatures that is leaning up against the table. It's a female voice, a little guttural. And you hear Canius, relax. One day a boat will arrive and we'll get off this island. You must admit, this is a bit better than what we did for a living. And you hear a third guttural voice seem to speak, but all you hear is... And the female voice just responds with a little bit of laughter. Okay, so then do I recognize these as undead Humans, or are they something they are else? Very humanoid. Uh, in fact, humanoid. Wearing, yes, but <laughs> they're humans. <laughs> okay, they're former humans. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. they're wearing what would have been, what could have been a hundred years ago. Very, very nice clothing, but now it hangs in tatters. Mm-hmm. It is very expensive-looking silk. Uh, some jewelry hanging off of the woman. Okay. A little bit of jewelry hanging off of both of the men. Okay. Cortesians, like uh, that's probably like, a good description. Yeah, corzons. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm going to... Give me a... Per- before we go, okay. uh, give me a perception check. 21. You pick up that the one who's named Canius, mm-hmm. the one lying on the ground, you actually notice that he's missing a finger. The rest of them seem to be mostly intact. Okay. Uh, the other one that made the guttural noises, uh, his throat has been ripped out. Okay, so looking around, I want with my perception, I want to look around now. This tent, 
Is this tent made, is it supposed to be a tent, or is this made from, like, previous ship sails? Very nice tent. So it is a tent. It was obviously designed to okay. be done exactly like this. And the stuff that's inside there, does it look like it is stuff that was meant to be here in the tent, or does it look like it was salvaged from a shipwreck? Uh, it looks like it was meant to be put into the tent. Okay. However, with your profession as a sailor, you notice it as ship items as well. Okay. It was probably moved from a ship into okay. this area. So I'm going to... Also, you notice... Uh, dead skeletons, nasty body parts just okay. strewn all about the place. All right. So I'm going to get John and go back to talk to everybody. You've said his a couple of times. Are they? There are two males, one female. Two males, one female. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So do I need to be stealthy to head back or are we just going to assume I'm still stealthy? You're still stealthy. Okay. Uh, with that roll from before, you make okay. it back to your friends. Okay. So there's three of them. There's two guys. There's one girl. They look like at one point in time they were fairly well off. They seem like they're intelligent. I'm not sure if they're hostile, so we may not want to just run in like... Did I hear him say something about being hungry and not having eaten in forever? Yes. And there's all kinds of limbs hanging from the tree. Right. These sound like they could be cannibals, guys. Yeah, but you know what? If, If they've been stuck here... That doesn't necessarily mean they're aggressive, evil cannibals. It just means that maybe they <laughs> ate people out of necessity. Cannibals. I feel like I... Yeah. Fane, give me a knowledge... Um, I'd say Dungeoneering roll. Knowledge Dungeoneering. Fifteen. You recognize what these creatures are, even from as far away as you are. They're ghouls. Ooh. Does anybody here not know what a ghoul is? Let's just pretend I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. Ghouls are undead. They eat the flesh, and they paralyze with their strikes. They're not something I would rather mess with. Can any of you all catch this tent on fire? Sure. Well, I mean, do you, you guys want to start have... a forest fire? Well, we're in a swampy area. Oh, we're, we're out of the swampy area, right? Yes, you're out of swamp. I would rather catch this whole forest on fire than deal with two ghouls. We don't know where our friends are. Three. Ah, uh, that's true. They will not yeah. stay in the tent to burn. This is true. And well, you guys appointed me captain. Make <laughs> yeah, a decision. Make a damn decision. But we're not on the ship right now. <laughs> the, the restless captain dead are, is not, still captain. are yeah. not uncommon in Ustalav. If I do not want to get entangled with them either, but if they learn we are on this island, they will hunt us. Kit, did it seem like there were only three altogether? I mean, could there be more attacking the ship right now? It didn't seem like it because I would think that, because they seemed kind of anxious to get off the island, I would think that if there was any of them going to the ship, they would all be going to the ship. That sounds true. Um, but again, it's one of those things where, I mean, I just, I don't know how aggressive they are. They're, we need they're to be, highly aggressive. We need to they're going to attack us at sight or smell. I'm surprised they haven't smelled us by now. Well, I mean, we're pretty smelly, so. Sure. Plus, we have a dead frog. <clears throat> That's true. We could throw a dead frog at him and distract him. Throw it off in the forest somewhere and hope they run after it? No, just throw it in the tent. They're really hungry. That's true. Or just throw it at the mouth of the tent, and then we can just shoot them from here. Maybe we should just circle around. Yeah, just avoid them altogether. That's, I mean, this isn't exactly like a metropolis. We're not worried about other people coming through here and getting Didn't somebody killed. just say something about them... Figuring out we're on the island and hunting us. I don't know that they will, but... Still, I'd kind of rather face them head on than have to worry about them coming up on me when I'm sleeping. That's exactly how I feel. I'd rather go ahead and neutralize them now. 
Because if we just circumnavigate them, that doesn't mean that they're not going to find out the ship's there and they're going to attack the crew. Yeah. And then we won't have a ship to go back to. And it's not like the frogs. I mean, the frogs aren't going to, you know, think about us. These guys, if they figure out we're here. They can plan. Yeah. Don't let them touch. Okay. So how do you guys want to do this? Throw the frog at the mouth of the tent, hope they run after it, and just jimmy them? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <I'm- laughs> can, can you put ghouls to sleep? No. no. Okay, uh, I didn't think so. No. I bet Wes is really excited. <laughs> I bet he is, too. I'm happy either way you guys go. Let's put it this way, Wes. I have some other tricks up my sleeve. Okay, Attic, okay. how far can you throw a frog? <laughs> I'd say a good 100 yards. 20, 30 feet. <laughs> I hand Attic, okay, the frog. <laughs> As your captain, I'm asking you, please throw this frog can in the mouth. Cut the, cut the legs off first? I mean, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, just, just you know. We we could do that. We could just use the hand. I can use my hand axe, cut the legs off, and Thank you just throw much. the body. Uh, somebody give me a survival check. Let's see if you are able to maintain these frog legs. Somebody With other the, than not a go. Can I use a cooking check? Fifteen. Fifteen. That'll be enough to carve up the frog as you see fit. I so carve you, them the great. And leg. then and then put the legs somewhere safe while we're doing. Put them in my ice box. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Some good old frog rib barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to attempt to throw the carcass of the frog somewhere near the mouth of the tent, which is the middle part there. Middle part over there. there. Yeah. So yep. how far does the clearing go out? Are there any trees? 60 feet all the way around. Okay. So how close are you getting? Where are you standing? <laughs> how far can I shoot my crossbow? Well, I was about to say, what are we doing next? <laughs> well, we're all going to prepare, yeah. and the moment they attack the frog, we're going to jump them. Uh-huh. It'll be a sneak around. All right. So Adagoke can probably th- move to about here and throw the frog basically about 10 feet from the tree trunk. Okay. Here is the edge of the tent. All right. Yeah, so here is, the, uh, is one near one of the spots. Now, do we want to throw it into the tent or do we want to pull them out of the tent? Pull them out right in front is where I would so, imagine. Like, say, right, right here, there. right at the edge of the tent? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start encouraging violence. <laughs> That's fine. B. Okay. Aggressive. B. B. Yeah. Adagoke is going to walk up and he's going to activate a martial flexibility feat. Do we want to stay in one group, or do we want to have part of us on one side, part on the other? Well, if we try and sneak around to the other, that's going to give them an opportunity to find us. I'd say we probably just stay back and Ooh, rush. Okay. I'm pretty loud when I do that. I don't know if that was a great idea. Too late now? I just did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you do that, and I throw, so. Basically, I'm waiting for him to throw the frog, and then I start inspiring courage. How about okay. that? We'll set it up. So we're, I'm just going to go. You guys get a surprise round. These guys are preoccupied. I, I, I just want to establish what everybody is doing right now. Adagoke is going. Nobody has moved yet. You're still at the edge of the clearing. I just want to show you to show me on the map what you plan to do. Right. So Adagoke is moving to that is point. Is planning to move to this point. 15 feet away from the tent. He's going to toss the frog in. Fane, where do you stand? I'm not moving at all. So well, you're we staying need to be within some kind yes. of range. I'm, I'm with the group. And when we approach Atagoke, he'll get the, the bonus later. Okay. So, so the group is going to stay at the clearing. Atagoke is going to throw the frog in. Then what? I'll actually be as close to Atagoke and a far away enough from the group to okay. be halfway and half. That way I can rush in and help my friend if he needs help. Okay. Yeah, Sebastian's... I would need to be closer too because Kitnik's got a 30-foot range on her crossbow. Okay. So otherwise I'm useless. Sebastian will be about 10 feet behind Atagoke or 10 or 15 feet behind Atagoke as well. So okay. does this setup that I currently have on the map look like how everyone would like to be? That's fine. Yes. All yeah, right. For me. Sounds good. I have another question so about Attic- the terrain. Okay, go for it. Okay. So the stakes that are holding down the tent, does the rope go to the tree? 
It goes to it goes over a limb to the fabric of the tent top to hold the tent down over the top of the but limb. But is it it's attached kind of securely to the tree? No. It's so what over. if we it is not attached to the tree at all? And I'm grinning because I was hoping somebody would see this. <laughs> so could we cut the rope right there and have the tent come down on top of them? Thank you. Yes. Oh, that sounds a lot easier than throwing a frog. Yes. Yes, it can. But we could also do both at the same time. Just throwing that out there. At that point, we could throw the, the frog into the tent, distract them, and then... Can you use the hero point to cast Fireball? <laughs> 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 Matt, you're not allowed to drink at the gaming table anymore. <laughs> Fair a little bit. Fair a little bit. So, throw the, throw the frog, cut the, po- cut the pegs? Yes, let's do it. Is that a no? What? <laughs> no, no, you may not. Okay, cool. What about Meteor Swarm? And fireballs. I mean, like, I. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Spontaneous frog combustion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, if you want yeah. the tent to fall, you have yeah. to take out at least three of the stakes. So, we could get these three right here. So, the stakes are high. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. That was your so line. So, who buddy. all is uh, cutting mm-hmm. stakes? I'll cut a stake. I'll cut a stake. Okay. Now, you need a third one. Um, I'll go. Okay. All right. So, that's, oh, that that's is not. <laughs> Let's move Fane over there. All right, so Adagoke is going to toss a frog into the tent. You are then Correct. going to hack at the rope in order to cut the tree down and allow the tent to fall down on top of the ghouls. How fastened are the stakes? I mean, can we just pull the stakes out of the ground? Because that seems like it would be easier than cutting the rope. Adagoke could. <laughs> I've, got, I've, yeah, got a, I've got a masterwork hand axe. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's probably easier for all of you to just cut. Just That's cut. true. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So you're going to hack at it. You don't have to hit it. You don't have to hit the AC. Uh, you just have to deal damage. Gotcha. Okay. That sounds way better. All right. So with you this retrospect, I'm not singing at this point. What is happening? Yep. Okay. Right. Cool. Sebastian, are you doing anything, or are you just basically being prepared to cast I'm a spell? I'm just being prepared. Okay. All right. So on the I count think, of three? I think we have a plan. We now, have a plan. the setup on the map is Fane, Kit, and John Ollie are set up at stake rope territory. Adagoke is in between them, about to toss a frog into the tent. Sebastian is in the back, all the way where it's safe, and he is getting ready to do something nefarious that I'm going to be very, very angry about. Probably. <laughs> Probably. And we'll find out what he happens. He has one job. Next. What? No. shit. Are you guys ready to get started? Let's get started. Are we recording? We are. Yeah. All right. recording. Yeah, we're recording. And I'm going to stop Cut. us every 20 minutes. Edit. Edit. <laughs> Print. Paste. Y'all motherfuckers can edit this shit. <laughs> if you want. Edit the cuts. Cut the edits. Oh, wait. Never mind. Everybody shut up. I don't want to edit shit. So every 20, 25 minutes, we'll stop and check? Yeah. Keep me... Keep me yeah, uh, just, just say fine. edit when we need to. Or, just, yeah. I'm yeah. just like cut. You know, like we're at the movies. Cut. Oh. I remember one more thing. Like this. <laughs> yeah. Ar, ar, ar. John Ollie and his happy seals. <laughs> so this is edis- episode that eighteen. That sounds like a story we yes. need to tell yep. at some point. John Ollie and his happy seals. Episode eighteen. Yeah. I still have to work. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Does GameStop GameStop have any good deals we should know about? We, we had a ton this weekend. Those.
Yeah, well, that doesn't yeah. help me today. Yeah, so. well, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Cyber Monday stuff. It's buy two, get one free on all the pre-owned games and accessories. They have a lot of stuff on, yeah, online. Yeah. The online-only stuff, yeah. Right. Phone's yeah. off. Yep. Phone's off. No, but it's turned down. Because I'm on call, so I can't turn it off. Right. I'm also going to write down 20 minutes on this on the other side so I can flash you. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you flash me, big boy. Did this just turn into the Howard Stern show? <laughs> Dave Ray Take off your clothes. Yeah. Are you sure you want me to do that? Yeah, baby. Actually, I'm not wearing a shirt. This is all fur. You're so fushy. <laughs> I just put some fake buttons on there to make it look like I'm wearing a polo. Like, so nobody like work the, notices. Yeah, like, like the people the, who like paint the on the clothes. Yeah. yeah. The um, collar you've got going on. This yeah. episode is starting yeah. out very disturbing. It is. It's amazing what you do with a little gel. It's <laughs> All right, so that's enough about uh, Chad's first shirt over there. <laughs> I'm going home. It's not more like a first suit than a shirt. I mean, Chad's bar sark. So, so what has uh, what have you guys been up to over the last week? Well, now uh, I'm gonna go sit in my shower and suck my thumb. <laughs> gonna suck your what? Thumb. I don't thumb. think he, he's not that flexible. <laughs> He's not going to Ron Jeremy it. Oh, anyway, well, this is a PG-13 episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Properly speaking, we haven't said anything that's not PG-13. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Going by the actual um, PG-13 rating. doesn't count. So. It's so, <laughs> Matt, so you're you're going to cut all this, right? Let the, oh, 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 oh. In your endo. <laughs> <laughs> I let, in your mind. So we got some really cool coasters from one of Valley's good, good friends. Yes, these are awesome. Friend now. Yep. Yeah. Go They're ahead and show really them cool. to uh, show them to our video audience. We have a video audience. Yeah, yeah. Wow. don't you guys love this? Yeah. I'll take a picture of them and put them up online. Yes, for Ooh, sure. I like that. Yeah, yeah Al Al yep. Landron is amazing. You guys need to check his stuff out. It's uh, LandronArtifacts.com. Nice. and he's also on Facebook and stuff. But yeah, he makes amazing stuff. I just uh, he for kicks decided he was going to carve out some tiki's out of foam yesterday and I was looking at that and it's really awesome. Love so tiki's. yes, his stuff is amazing. These coasters, he's actually got the design for the coasters now. You can get it on a clock, you can get it on a t-shirt. Like he's got a whole line of stuff you can get this this pattern on. Man, talk about one hell of a plug. Yeah. How much are we charging him for this? Um, a million dollars. <laughs> Excellent. So take note, he owes us uh, somebody, it's kind of like plunder. Write it down on right? your sheet. <laughs> uh, plus tons one. Is that? Yeah. Uh, about as many tons as was in that chest. <laughs> two. We have plus two coasters. Sixteen right. tons. Yeah. So you. Uh, what do you get? Have you guys Low been down. up to anything It'd fun? Anything good? I went and saw Saint Vincent in concert. Wes, aren't you jealous? Oh, I thought that no. was a place. I thought it was a place. Yeah, yeah me I too. So too. <laughs> now it's not nearly <laughs> as cool. <laughs> what the hell? I think it is a place. One. I'm pretty sure there is a place called St. Vincent. Yeah. There is a woman named Annie Clark who goes by the stage name St. Vincent. Well, and she was in concert at the Tennessee oh, Theater. Oh, that's cool. Oh. I know who it is, Davery. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so did you enjoy Hipster. the concert? Oh, it was awesome, man. I think the I Tennessee Theater is a really good venue anyways. It is a gorgeous yeah. venue. I love being in the house in that place. They're, uh, the dome ceiling that they have in the middle, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, big video productions. She's really good live. It was, it was awesome. That's cool. What kind of music nice. is that? Um, weird. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, that's she why did, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> she did an album with David Byrne from the Talking Heads. Synth okay. polyrhythms? So, so like... Uh, weird electronica sort okay. of stuff. All right. So yeah, right. synth polyrhythms. Got it. <laughs> So, I think she, I think she might have been part of the polyphonic spree. So picture synth poly. <laughs> <laughs> so 